Hi, everybody. This is Alan Elman, the Blue Collar Investor, and welcome to this BCI podcast number 23, titled Covered Call Writing with Weekly Options on Long-Term Buy-and-Hold Portfolios. Portfolio Overwriting to Increase Investment Returns. Now, portfolio overwriting is one of the covered call writing-like strategies discussed in my book, Covered Call Writing Alternative Strategies. And uh, we're going to define that strategy first, and then we're going to use a real-life example to detail how we approach this particular strategy. So let's start off with what exactly is portfolio overwriting. And there are several hypotheticals implied in this particular strategy. So let's start off with the fact that first, these are portfolios that have stocks in them at a low cost basis. Maybe we bought them years and years ago at a low price, and over the years, they've appreciated to a much higher current market value. Now, these are blue chip uh, stocks that are generating dividends, and uh, they're trading in non-sheltered accounts. So these are some of the hypotheticals that are associated with portfolio overwriting. And we're looking to generate an increase in portfolio returns by selling covered calls on these securities. Now, because they are of a low cost basis and because uh, they are in non-sheltered accounts, we don't want our shares sold. So we don't want the options exercised. In other words, we want our cake and eat it too. So we're looking to generate higher results with our portfolio returns, and at the same time, not exposing our shares to be sold. Now, we could never be 100% sure that our shares won't be sold, but there are certainly ways to manage this portfolio so that the chances of exercise are extremely, extremely remote. And this relates to the strike price selection of our options. So first of all, the options most likely not to be exercised are those that are deep out of the money. In other words, much higher than the current market value of the stock. Deep out of the money call options have very low deltas. In other words, the chance of that option being exercised by expiration is very small for deep out of the money strikes. And we want to decrease the chance of exercise, so that's why we look to these particular options. Also, by going deep out of the money, we're allowing our shares to continue to appreciate in value. In other words, we're giving them a lot of leeway to continue to move higher in price. So what do we do? Well, first we have to determine what is our annual uh, return goal range that we're looking for. You know, before we sell an option, we have to know what is it exactly that we're looking to achieve. Now, uh, a hypothetical example would be an annualized return of about 6%. Now, I'm throwing that number out with the understanding that you could look to achieve higher returns, uh, which would be a little more risk of exercise, or even lower returns uh, with less risk of exercise. So, 6% is a a nice sweet spot for this particular podcast to make our points. Well, if we were to look at an annualized return 
from 6%, that would break down to uh, half a percent a month. Uh, and if we were using weeklies, that would further break down to 0.12% per week. So if we use weeklies, that would be our goal, 0.12%. If we're looking for an overall annualized increase in return of our entire portfolio of 6% a year. Now, weekly options offer certain advantages over monthlies. Uh, for example, uh, they allow us to circumnavigate around earnings reports. Uh, with monthlies, we could do that, but we may be able to only use a particular stock eight months out of the year. With weeklies, we only have four earnings reports, so we can actually only uh, circumvent four weeks. In other words, we would deduct from the 52 weeks a year, four weeks for earnings report, leaving us 48 weeks. Now we could further decrease the chance of exercise by also avoiding ex-dividend dates. So dividends is the most common reason for early exercise. Even though it never really makes sense for an investor to exercise in order to capture a dividend, a lot of retail investors don't understand that. And there's a chance, very small one at that, but a chance that early exercise may happen. So we want to also, to be certain that early exercise won't occur because of dividends, circumnavigate the four uh, ex-dividend dates per calendar year. Most companies that report dividends do so uh, on a quarterly basis. There are some that do it every month, but most it's a quarterly basis. So. Uh, that might end up where eight weeks we're not selling options. You know, if the earnings report and the X date are in the same week, then it would be, uh, we would have to circumnavigate less than eight weeks a year. But let's assume uh, for the purposes of this podcast that we're going to uh, avoid eight weeks out of the 52. So 44 weeks out of the year, we will be selling weekly options and we'll be avoiding earnings reports and we'll be avoiding X dividend dates. Well, let me just say a word about earnings reports. Um, they do represent risk, but um, more, more often than not, uh, they're favorable reports. And by uh, not capping it with a strike price, uh, we're allowing our shares to appreciate as a result of a favorable earnings report. Okay, so um, that shows the advantages of weeklies versus monthlies. Now we're going to turn to a real life example from uh, November of 2018 with Lockheed Martin Corporation, which trades on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker symbol LMT. Now on November 9th, 18, LMT was trading at 308.56. So uh, the hypothetical here is we're looking to increase our annual returns over and above what we're already getting with this stock by 6% a year. Uh, and once again, our weekly return goal is 0.12%. So if we look at an option chain uh, on that date for out-of-the-money strikes, we could look at the 322.50. Now remember, LMT was trading at 308.56. So you could see we're giving it plenty of room to uh, appreciate in value over the next week, 308.56 to 322.50. And the option chain showed a bid price of 55 cents. Now for the 325, even deeper out of the money, call strike uh, generated 26 cents. So now we're gonna turn to the BCI portfolio overriding calculator, feed this information from the option chain 
into the calculator, and the results tell us that the initial return for the 322.50 strike was 0.18%. Now remember, our target was 0.12%. So that's more by a third than what we were looking, actually 50% more than what we were actually looking to achieve with this particular strike. Now the next highest strike generated 0.08%, which is lower than what our target is. But what if we did an equal number of 322.50s and 325s? And that would average out to 0.18 plus 0.8 divided by 2. That would end up uh, with a uh, weekly return of 0.13%, about our target of 0.12%. So that, there's, your, there's your answer right there, an equal number of the 325s and 322.50s. Now, in all fairness, let's factor in the, the point that we're only selling options 44, not 52 weeks out of the calendar year. So if we were going to figure out where that 0.13% weekly return ends up, uh, factoring that in, because that would mean only 85% of the time will we be uh, writing covered calls, that would bring the 0.13 down to 0.11, which would work out to an annualized return of 5.7%. Still rounded off to the 6% that we're looking for. So uh, if uh, we did subscribe to the strategy of avoiding those eight weeks out of the calendar year, we should factor in the 15% uh, decrease uh, in the annualized return. All right, let's uh, summarize now. Weekly options are particularly useful with portfolio overriding because they help us avoid earnings reports and ex-dividend dates. Because remember, it's very important to us to uh, not have our shares uh, sold because it might result, uh, end up in some negative tax capital gains consequences. So we want to avoid sale uh, with the hypotheticals that these stocks at a low cost basis in non-sheltered accounts. Uh, now, out of the money strikes will uh, allow us to achieve the time value return goals we're looking for, as well as allow our shares to continue to appreciate in value. So, uh, and they also have the low deltas. So out of the money strikes are where it is for this particular hypothetical. Now the BCI portfolio overriding calculator will assist us with these investment decisions. It's a great tool to have if this is the strategy that you're using. Now, for those of you out there that are interested in more detailed information on covered call writing, all different types. We have our complete encyclopedia for covered call writing. The classic edition has been the number one selling covered call writing book for years now. Uh, for more advanced uh, covered call writing strategies like portfolio overwriting or the poor man's covered call or the collar, uh, we have a book, Covered Call Writing Alternative Strategies. And of course, uh, during this podcast, I alluded to our portfolio overwriting calculator. All these are found on the store on our website, uh, www.thebluecollarinvestor.com. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, our BCI podcast number 23, Covered Call Writing with Weekly Options on Long-Term Buy and Hold Portfolios, Portfolio Overwriting to Increase Our Investment Returns.
I hope you uh, enjoyed this uh, video. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch it. As always, this is Alan Elman, the Blue Collar Investor. Take care, everybody.